If you know me, you know this ain't my first way. Certified everywhere, ain't got a premium resume. Take off. Talk crazy, I pull up underlay. RP to Nate, dog. I had to regulate. Yeah, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hooks Line. That's Hip-hop. that OG Migos. That's right. Oh, I'm Hakeem. Quavo. Oh, okay. Thank it's you. Jacob. I'm very honored for you to be here, Quavo. Do you have any lean? I don't. Let's start. Pulling I am up. the most boring of the three. That's true. So, no, no party favors today. Word. What well, are we talking about today? We're going to be talking about guys. Guys. It happened. One of the God three, is real. One of the three albums, one of the three this year that we need came out. Eternal to Take, uh, Lil Uzi Vert, Eternal to Take. Yeah, so there's a 33% chance that God is real. You did ask right. in the last episode, or said, if God is real, we'll get these three albums. And I've been having very vivid dreams since we're a, then. We're a third of the way there. And I said, I remember I somebody Quick came maths. to me in a dream. Everyday man's on a book. Very good, Jake. One out of three is thirty-three. <laughs> 0.33. Repeating. Oh, good job, buddy. <laughs> so, um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry, I had to flex it a little. I did pay attention to math. Yeah, remedial math. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I did. I did. I did graduate senior year taking two math classes senior year. So, you, a lot hinged on senior year. Oh man, very excited though. Eternal Take finally dropped. There was a very cool video leading up to it. We did we did talk about the the trailer, I guess, for the album, and there were elements of it thrown in on the project yep. as well. We'll talk about that more, or more so of elements of the album put on the, the video. right, right, exactly. But let's get into some news. Yeah. So we we talked a little bit before we started about the baby. Hitting the the person that ended up being a female because of the flash on her phone. Look, the, the, he's he's wait wait wait. I cannon. fucked this. I fucked this. What, what do you mean? Give me your fact. Oh well, we we can hit that after the news. We'll, okay, we'll jump all in. right. All yeah, right. I got a good okay. one. Okay. And you said you came correct with a fact today, Thank so you. we'll we'll save it for him. Thank you. But the baby slaps the fan that turns out to be a woman because the phone was too close to his face. This dude's like a loose cannon at this point. The first and the first initial reaction he had was kind of uh, unapologetic in a way, saying yeah. like, a, and then you better he found lawyer was, up." Yeah, and then he found out it was a female. Right, and then he's laying in his bed all sleepy, and he goes, "Oh, if people would just learn to zoom in on their phones." Yeah, and he he volunteered to fly this lady out or fly to yeah, her so to he could make a, and to her I personally. get that. Like that's classy. That's a very classy move. Need, I'm glad he's not wanting to move on social media and being like. This is how I'm going to address it and leave it at that. Like, if he wants to make it personable and maybe settle outside of court, that I think that's probably the move there. Yeah. But I made a comment. I don't remember who I was talking to, but I made the comment. Like, he's going to have to, like, if, if this is how he acts, he's going to have to be like a Lil Uzi <clears throat> or a Future who you only see when an album's coming and is kind of a recluse. Because if he keeps acting the way, like, just on the outside looking in, it seems like the baby has a bit of an anger problem. He, and he's he or admitted not, not that an anger problem or just maybe being able to control your temper in, he, in high stress situations. He, he admitted that in one of his posts. He said people should know by now whether it's a man or a woman. That's how I'm going to react. Which that's not <clears throat> excuse me. That's not an excuse for his behavior. No, and he even he it's, even said in it's the video, not. It's actually just don't have that kind of reaction. Period. Like you should learn kind of not to have that yeah, reaction. Well, he said in the video, he's like, and he said, I understand that this is what I signed up for. I need to I need to react differently. And 
I, I think that he's honest in, in saying that. But I think that he does have a, a little bit of an issue controlling that. Yeah. And until they get that under control, obviously the trajectory he's on is Goliath. It, I'd hate to see it drop yeah. because of something non-related to, to hip-hop. Also, if you have if if you know that your issue is being touched and maybe you don't want to be put in that uh, vulnerable of a situation being around fans, I totally get that. If I was an artist, I would be the kind that nobody this, goes backstage. This was a small venue; it was yeah. like a club. Exactly. Well, well, then just keep yeah, yourself maybe, in the yeah. VIP yeah, section. Yeah, maybe the baby stage. needs to understand, like, okay, I I can't be performing at clubs right. anymore. Or if if I'm gonna do this venue, have certain parameters that it well, has you know to how, meet. Like you know how Drake does it. It's never announced that Drake is performing at a club. Right. He just kind of shows up. Like mm-hmm. the baby doesn't need to be doing promoted club tours exactly. anymore or club shows. But no, anymore. it's still it's still an avenue of money for him. Like who are we to say whether or not he should be doing those? Just because an artist is famous, I mean, just like Future says, hundred k for a walkthrough. It. Like I'm saying, go to venues that support it that keep you away from the. But, attendees. but in reality, I think it's not uncommon for artists to be put in this situation. They have shitty managers who don't do their homework, who are just trying to get a bag, and they put their artists in, in shitty venues. It happens all yeah. the time. Like, some, some artists yeah, will get not, like... Sm- I know it's not his fault, but there's no, ways no. To, to make this situation easier for him. Yeah, I, like you said, maybe that maybe taking that off the table completely is an option if he's doing well enough, like where he's selling out stadiums, which... Let's be honest. I think the baby already cemented he's himself. Arenas. I wouldn't say stadiums, but if he came to the Bilo yeah. Center, it'd sell out. Yeah. If he goes to Phillips in Atlanta, it's going to sell out. Anything in the South, he'll yeah. sell out for sure. But it's just amazing how quickly he's coming up, and I think maybe he's still just trying to get used to it. Yeah. Another another two people that are big in the news: Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott reported dating again. Who gives a yeah? Fuck? Who cares? <laughs> I care about the music and the shoes. I could care less about the. Kardashian. He did make a coffee bean when they were having a rough time. You could definitely tell. Yeah. <laughs> if you no, haven't I mean, listened to Coffee Bean, yeah, definitely go listen. Play but that. I, I don't care about all that added drama. No. The only time I care about the Kardashians that's, it's, is that's what hurts so bad. That's around. what hurts so bad. Like Kanye and Travis are two of my favorites, and then they're just like. Part I, of I respect the Kardashians. I don't have a problem with them dating. Actually, Kim, dude. Who would have thought that Kim and Kanye actually have a very good marriage? Well, from what we can see, anyways. Yeah. No, I like them as people, I guess. I just hate all like the drama around them. people. Yeah, well, they create that drama. It's their reality, you yeah. know. They just play the... Pa- they have their own paparazzi, dude. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Their own paparazzi. Let's move on to actual hip-hop. Let's well, not actual hip-hop, but more hip-hop ingrained news. We watched before we started the Godzilla Eminem featuring Juice World album, or vi- visual dropped... Great. Produced by Cole Bennett, Lyrical Lemonade. Great job. Fantastic. Cole man. Bennett, another, he's a damn legend. I told you when we pulled it up, I said, you know Eminem asked Rosenberg, who was Cole Bennett? <laughs> who is And Rosenberg had to say, popular. bro, slow down. He's as popular as you right now. Who's popular? That's what he says. Like, who's, who, give me some clout. Yeah, but it was an awesome video. It was, a, it was amazing. There was some very classic Eminem moments. He's like cutting up this huge piece of like frozen meat. With a chainsaw, his lip flies off of his face and starts bouncing around when he starts rapping really fast at the second Mike half of Tyson the song. Mike Tyson makes a cameo that oh will shock God. you. Oh, my God. I don't want to spoil it. No, That's the it, only It'll shock why. you. But when you see the Mike Tyson cameo... <laughs> Incredible. 
I cried laughing. What, you it said it was so job. unnecessary, but it was amazing. Well, it kind of it, it comes out of nowhere, but the the music video does pick up. There's another noteworthy uh, yes uh, cameo another. to watch out for is Dr. Dre was in the video. That's amazing, uh, a legend. Yep. Now uh, check that music video out. Fantastic. You said that that track kind of grew on you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got over Eminem's harmonizing, and I appreciated uh, Juice World too. There's a little message from him at the end as of the video as well. It was very heartfelt, and it was good to hear from. Yes. Yeah. Another good music video we watched before we started, uh, Lil Yachty, Drake, and DaBaby uh, put, did a little collab, and the song is called Oprah's Bank Account. You can go find like the CDQ version on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you stream music. But the video is about nine minutes long. Lil Yachty has a hook. He dresses up as Oprah. It's, you have to watch it. I, we haven't listened to the song on its own yet, so... We haven't heard it in that aspect, right. but paired with the video, it's pretty damn funny. Yeah, the the video, I mean, Yachty kills it. And Drake has, gives a verse. Drake, Yeah, Drake steals the show. Drake pulls out, he's pulling out of his like 2008 bag right now. Yeah. He's going back a little bit. It's going to be like nothing was the same mixed mm-hmm. with views. Yeah, it's he's definitely hitting that note on the last couple of, of singles even. I feel they've been, he's been dipping back into that bag. Uh it just it it's definitely comes off as a little bit heartfelt. You know, you look as good as Oprah's bank account. Yeah, uh, very shallow, but uh, makes for a fun. And song. they all kind of hold their own. Like yeah, there was. I don't think any of them were a, a quote slouch. The great thing about this video is it's very self aware. Yeah, and uh, Drake all, calls all Lil Yachty. Fun of each other. Drake calls Lil Yachty's music shit. Yeah, yeah and he doesn't call him Lil Yachty. He calls Yachty. him Lil Yachty. Yachty, Lil Yachty or something. Yeah. Lil Yachty. And then uh, he, uh, Bopra, which is Lil Yachty's character, goes to interview the baby at his house, supposedly. And uh, while they're there, he asks, like, why do why do you have you know you make an album and it's basically just you put it on and start to finish and it's one long song and the baby kind of goes oh well you know I, you make one song he said it keeps going work. platinum yeah he keeps going platinum pretty he much. said he said I'm triple platinum for the rest of my life yeah yeah it's very self aware it's kind of like a roast of themselves it was in good. a way so check good. that out very needed also I mean a good way to distract from his uh. His image problem. Yeah, right now. Yeah. The, uh, by the way, the day before International Women's Day, that video dropped. Yeah. Uh, life is funny. And you know what? We can't help but laugh. Yeah. Sorry, the baby. So, what you know this week? You said you came correct with your fact. The skin is the largest organ of the human Jesus body. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Keep it real elementary in here. Guess where all my skin is? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're not going to go there. Um, a frigate bird can sleep while it flies. A frigate bird? I don't know what a frigate bird is, but I've got two points here. Could you imagine like being able to like take a nap in all of your like walking time throughout the day? I've, uh, I've seen my dad sleep with his eyes open, and it's terrifying. So. <laughs> my other point was, did you hear about the... I'm glad for another reason that this is impossible because this was in the news a couple weeks ago. But did you hear about the Tesla driver that got killed while playing video games on autopilot? I never want to say you deserved that. 
You deserve But that's that. as close as I'm going to come to ever saying that. Have you heard of a... There's a Reddit page called Idiots in Cars. Well, that's Shout just out to Idiots selection. in Cars, dude. Look at look at that subreddit. You'll never have pity for anybody doing yeah. something stupid in, in a car. When I saw it, I kind of laughed and I was like, yeah, you should have saw that coming. In natural selection, I'm thinking like, <laughs> damn, this dude was probably doing this in cars that weren't self-driving. Right. So it just caught up with you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, you know, that's the whole texting and driving thing. Yeah. How many people do we know that have died young from automobile a accidents? A lot. Almost everyone I know that's died young. Almost every year. Like, yeah. In school. It's like, no way. Not maybe somebody at our school, but somebody that our yeah. school knew. Like, the surrounding high schools, because you hear about it. Right. It's very crazy. Very crazy. I mean, I'm sure it happens everywhere. Very crazy. But let's talk about eternal oh, it take. Wait. Pop Smoke got laid to rest in Brooklyn. Again, RIP to Pop Smoke. Awesome. It happened this weekend. On that same note, 50 Cent said he wants the album done by either, it was either March or May. I think it was May. May. He said he wants it for a May release. And he did, he said he reached out to a lot of people for it. And it sounds like he's really putting in the work. He's keeping in contact with Pop Smoke's family as he's working on the project. I love that. Yeah. So, like we said, we, there is potential for it to be very good. Yeah. And again, R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Woo back, baby. Eternal to take. Eternal a take. Yeah. Eternal a take. Let's do so, it. So kind of a shock drop. Yeah, very, very shocking. What, what did he tweet like fuck next week? It's out now or he something. He was gonna like drop that. it on like the thirteenth, I think, or the twentieth, and then it and then he dropped it out of nowhere. I think it was to avoid leaks. Like he didn't want it to get leaked, which that tends to happen to a lot of trap artists. Yeah. I want, before we get into going kind of track by track and talking how we felt about it, I wanted to point out one thing that I wanted to know if you picked up on. Okay. This album is almost entirely written by him. Yeah. Did you see the the writing credits? Mm -hmm. Chief Keef had writing credit and TM88 had writing credit and that was it. Except for the deluxe version. The deluxe version and the two singles had writing credits. I can't wait to see the... Well, Uzi, if if you... So that's incredible. He has an incredibly amazing freestyle. Like his ability to freestyle, it's not shocking to me that he would write a whole album. Especially 18 tracks. And that's what separates him from the people that, like, from his comparisons. Like, the other people doing the, quote, mumble rap, this is what separates them because a lot of those lyrics are written that are given to them. Yeah. Do you know how much, do you know what he's going to be, what this album's projected to do first week? I haven't seen it. 265K. Okay. To th- between that and 300,000 almost. What Which, did, do you remember what uh, Love is Rage 2 did? Somewhere around the same. Okay. But, I mean, the fact that he's doing those numbers in today's climate, like, I mean, we're talking about our albums that will do, like, 50 to 60,000. Yeah. And that's, like, number one nowadays. So he's just blowing competition out of the water. Now, the main thing, uh, another thing we need to know about Eternal Take is supposedly this is, like, his three personalities that he's mentioning throughout Eternal Take. Um, I mean, that's, it's very loose. If... I mean, if that's the case, it's very loosely there. He switches up his flow a couple of times throughout the album. I would say towards the end, it's a bit more melodic with songs like That Way, um, Urgency with Sid. And um, the concepts is something I want to touch on as we we get deeper into it. Okay. Like kind of bringing the... kind of Because you said that with having the three personalities and it kind of being a, quote, concept album or Mm -hmm. having some conceptual elements, I don't think it was... As on point as it could have been. Right. But we, it, we'll, we can get into that when we get a little deeper. Yeah. As a concept album, this is this failed. 
if it's yes. a concept album, you know, which it's not really. I mean, again, there's like you can hear the spaceships being used. There's some sounds. He uses the old Space Cadet pinball game yeah. sample. And like the the skits at the end where he's talking, like it was just all kind of loose. Like there would have been ways to make that. I don't know, seem a little more seamless. But the subject matter would then have to be cohesive, which that's not going to happen in a trap album. Because let's be honest, like a lot of these tracks, um, first of all, I would say the first half of this project is very strong. There's not really any songs, even I would say this whole project is is strong. There's not any songs that I would skip. There are just, I would say, down moments for me or lower moments. Yeah, no, there was only one song that I do not care for it in the slightest and that was pop i was gonna say that that's his version of hot shower you know what i mean the the flow is weird horrible like it's almost like it like to me i said it was like a rough draft like it's almost like he said okay this is where i'm gonna go with the song and he just never went back to it just seems like there was at times too many words for the beat you know what i'm saying like it just like like he ran through it like i i literally made a note that Blueface would have found the beat on that before Uzi would have. <laughs> like, at one point, it was so grating to me. Like, I was like, I know that you can do better than this. Do you remember this song? Do you remember? Hang on, I'm gonna... You, we can keep talking. Um, no, it, it was just so grating to me. That's the only one that I would skip. Everything else rated six or above. Right. Well, that, I mean, this album as a whole, that's the thing. That's why I think a lot of fans are disappointed, is that... It's not this nothing about this album is like overtly bad. It's just it's right in the middle for yeah, a lot of people. There was I was kind of the same uh oh this this came out yeah, I remember this. Last He's year. rapping the convenience store. This whole the whole first half of this album reminds me of this flow. Yeah, kinda. It's just doing that kind of just wordy flow, DC flow. It's from like Washington DC area. I love that. Film. I love this song too. This was that was executed better though, because there's a filter on his voice that's more melodic. Which another thing that a lot of Uzi fans are critiquing about this album. There's no melody other than P2, which let's be honest, it's just a remix of EXO um, Tour Life. I wanted to get your opinion on that. Yeah, um, I like that it doesn't have a lot of melody on it. Well, I wanted to get your opinion on him kind of mm. reusing his own song. Oh, like, is yeah. that cheap? Like, it, it was a whole reproduction, so it was not yeah. the same production. It was it was a little different, but it the was... melody was very, very, very borrowed. Like, at first I was like, okay, cool, he's kind of flipping his own flow, and then the whole song, not the whole song, but the hook is almost the same. Yeah. And I kind of battled with that. I listened to this about six times all the way through, mm-hmm. and I kind of battled with that every time I listened to it. I was like, I really like it, but it's kind of cheap. Right. Like, it's kind of like Old Town Road remixes to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that. Like, to me, Old Town Road was funny because it was a meme. This isn't really a meme. This I view this as art, like real art and music. <clears throat> so to me, I was like, is it cheap or is it effective? And I still haven't made my mind up. I believe that it was done tastefully enough to where it feels like a completely different song. So I can justify it. Um, I, I do battle with it because, yeah, it is kind of lazy from an artistic standpoint. But it was done well enough you know i i liked it i I don't have a problem with him doing it it's kind of like when wayne would remix popular songs anyone else who would try to do it on a mixtape or an album it would kind of fail miserably but he just 
his flow, his ability. Well, and he did just, it, and he stuck with it. Like it yeah. was, that was a that was a thing. Like it's not like doing exactly. it from just one song and being like, let's. I need one more track. Let's but, slide this one in. Yeah, I thought I think this was good though. It sounds really. Yeah, good it too. sounds good. Like I don't have like structurally as a as a whole. I don't have any problem with the way that it's. You just felt it was cheap to to reuse a, a flow as that's already been proven to work as big yeah. as it did. Yeah, I get that point, but. It's it's fine. I, I I give him a pass. The the best song I think on here that that I still think had that classic Uzi kind of feel was a Silly Watch. Yes, that's that's one of my favorite songs on the entire project. It's just an immediate just bop. It's got a great flow. It's just it's just when, when on it came, point in every way. When I started and I heard it the first time, my first word when I when it started, I was like, "This is bonkers." Yeah. It it really is, it, and that's that's when I think Uzi's rapping flow works to its advantage. It creates this very like chaotic, fun atmosphere. Which Futsal Shuffle, when it came out, I yeah. think it did the same thing. It's very, it's very chaotic. It's hard to put in a cage. It's not as reliant on melody and dramatic, um, dramatic chords, and heavy eight oh eight drums. It's a bit more on the techno side, and I think that's what. I appreciated seeing him do that. Oh, the, the beats are super creative, and I, I we need to talk about that for a minute because apparently one of the first rough drafts of Eternal Take, Tyler got to listen to, and Tyler mm. told Uzi like these beats aren't hard enough. Like you need, he, like Tyler told yeah. him you need to work on the beats. And Uzi accredited some of the delay to that and said like, no, when I when Tyler gave me that advice, like I really went and did it. Yeah. So I think like what, that's when I heard Futsal Shuffle, and then when you heard Tyler say, "Hey, play this shit, are yeah. you fucking dumb?" Like yeah. I think that's kind of like the call, and and then the beat was so experimental, and that built up a lot of hype for me for the album. Right, and it, it people were people were also criticizing the fact that he wasn't working with a lot of the same uh, producers that he had on his previous projects, and again, if you're an Uzi Stan, oops, sorry guys, if you're an Uzi Stan then I do understand you're upset with that. but It's a double-edged sword that yeah. artists have to deal with. If he did it again, you'd be... All these same people saying, oh, it was overhyped, would be saying, oh, it's just the same as Love is Range right. 2. Yeah, so you waited, he you waited too long. You have to be utilitarian long. at some point. Like You have to figure out who you want to please, and you, I, I, I would assume would want to appease the most amount of people. I like that he is sticking to his guns. He's saying, like... You know, it'll take more time. I don't think it'll take more time. Um, for me, this ranks, like, if I had to rank the three or four past Uzi projects, it would go, um, Lil Uzi Vert vs. The World would be number one for me. Love is Rage uh, 1 would be second. Um, Eternal Take would be third. And then Love is Rage 2. Would be fourth okay. for me. I, that's not ranking all the projects. Those are just some of the ones that I keep in heavy. See, rotation. I can't. I I won't even rank them because right. I'm not that big of a Uzi fan. This is about the same to me as Love Is Rage Two. And Love Is Rage Two, I think when we reviewed it, I was not as hot on as I am now. Like I like I, I like that album. I do go back and play quite a few songs. From Twenty that minutes album. is one of my favorites. And there's a few, but I think to me there's more on Love Is Rage Two that I would go back to in time. Like I'll I'll go back to Baby Pluto, Incredible. Silly Watch, loved it. Um, Did you like Low Main? I like Low Main a lot. Yeah, it got a six, so the lower end of, of my, my scale. 
Um, I like you better move a lot. You better move. You. <laughs> I just I like the the filter he had on his voice there. Just so sound I'm, very. I'm sure as I continue to listen to it because the album is very good. Like I don't want to. I don't. It's not bad. It's, there's just nothing. It's missing that Uzi, that spark. There is that it factor that I felt was missing, and that's what comes from the melody. Yeah. Which, that's a big arsenal in Uzi's like. And if if that that's a big weapon in Uzi's arsenal is his melodies, and you know we've always said like he has that really strainy voice, it's a little bit nasally, it's unique, and for us not to hear it on this album, it does feel like something's missing. Yeah. But I would implore fans to keep going back to this project a little bit more, and really finding out the other strengths that Uzi has. And also, he is talking about releasing a deluxe version this this week. I think. I think it's already out. The deluxe version. Look, I thought I saw it. there was there's like five new tracks added. Well, then, if that's the case, we need to pause this and listen to those. But I I thought uh, we gotta, was expected. We, we on gotta the stay. We gotta stay true to brand. Just just go to his. Uh, I gotta I gotta come oh, off the airplane I mode. I feel you. I'll look that up. We'll keep talking. Um, no, but there. I think there's a lot to this album, and like, like it hasn't come out yet. It has, yeah, I don't see it on here. No, yet. it hasn't come out yet. But there's a track list out because there. Right. I know there's five five songs. Chief Keef. There's a Chief Keef feature that he had been teasing for a while that everybody was so upset about um, not coming out. Which another reason why a lot of fans are upset because there were some things that were, there were some songs that were leaked or people had been passing around that weren't on this album. Yeah, and that I think that's one big thing that kind of plagued this album and, yeah. and does a lot. Oh, so there's more now. Um, so there's a song called Lotus, which I know I've I've seen that leak before. Jelly Bean, Myron, Song with Future, and that's all he's hey, put Hey Boogie, Lil Baby, Young Thug, which I want to kind of hear that one. Me and the Moon? Mm-hmm. Me and the Moon Relate? You know that's going to be emotional. Yeah. So I, I think that's a big thing that we need to talk about with this album is how leaks can affect albums. Like we saw what, what Kenny Beats and uh, Denzel, Denzel Curry, Curry did. did kind of saying like this, like made like a joke out of a yeah. real problem. And it is a real problem. It can totally tank what you've worked on for Remember when Flower Boy months. got leaked? Yeah. That was a, that's a Grammy nominated project and it got leaked a week early and I didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to that one either. Yeah, I didn't listen to that leak. No, and there's some artists that will... I did. Stop, you did. I did. I'm you did. so sorry. I'm so sorry. I listened to the leak. Do you sell sneakers? No. It's the same thing. <laughs> Do you listen to leaks? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. Sometimes I did so I much in the past, it. I try not to now. Well, you know who sent it to me, guys? This did guy. I? You did, oh, dude. You texted it to me. Hi. He didn't send me the link, though. I had to go find that on my own. Wink. No, I mean, it's just, and Kanye's one of them. There's a lot of artists that when stuff leaks, they'll scrap it and they'll stop. Oh, Kanye. <laughs> For those of you guys who want to listen to, what was the... Yandi? Yeah, you can literally go listen to CD quality masters that people have yeah. made of leaks from Yandi. And there are good tracks on Yandi. An hour and, and 20 minutes. And there's a lot that he, I guess, still liked from it. And there's and a lot of elements it from on it on uh, the newest one. Jesus is King. Yeah. Not the, oh, not the chorus it's, album. It's toxic. I mean, and it's happened forever. It's not going anywhere. It's only going to get worse. Lil Wayne had yeah. so many leaks. Carter Three, dude. People had physical copies that I knew. 
even when early. they even they were when recorded on physical media there were still leaks like in the 90s late yeah. 80s there were still still leaks and it's only going to get worse as technology increases as it is now yeah. but it's horrible yeah and it you just see when you have that many cooks in the kitchen stuff goes wrong i think that's why these like little small projects like the kenny beats denzel curry's can do so well that's why like uh freddie gibbs in mad lib can do so well because it was just two people they worked on it mixed it mastered it got it out yeah when you get all those people in the kitchen phoning in versus emailing back versus it doesn't work no that shit's getting going. And also when you have like big machines around you, kind of like Uzi does, things do get lost. Files yeah. get lost. Yeah, I mean, people aren't on top of their perfect, shit. A perfect example is the J. Cole and Bryson Tiller song. That they both had hits on the same beat. And it ended up working out because they found out how both of them could, could legally got track. the track. And there was just paperwork that got overlooked. And it never got processed. So nobody really ever got exclusive rights to the track. So they just both agreed to... Bro, Make producers that do that are slimy, by the way. Yeah, like, I know it's not intentional for, for a lot of guys, but like there are people that will sell the same beat. Like I didn't even know that, like two or three different artists. I mean, lucky for them, they both did their <coughs> own thing, with, yeah. and they were both a hit outside of the production. But right. to relate this back to, to this, that, that obviously plays into to delays. It messes with the creative process because you, I'm sure he battled with himself. Like, do I put this in? They've already heard it. Like, is it cheap? Makes you want to start over, yeah. probably. And also, when your paperwork's not right, you know, which, Uzi, that's been talked about a lot, it makes it hard to make an album. Yeah. But, again, I really like the experimental moments on here. I, I immediately felt a lot of the tracks here reminded me of a lot of Lil Wayne flows. Um, again, he was doing a lot from D the DC area. I liked pop for some reason. I think it just kind of works, but and it may grow on me. I'm a sucker for the gimmick. Um, I just I, I like the gimmick I like too. The, I like that Uzi like pushed himself a little bit. Like, I, uh, granted, I do miss the melody. I'm not going to deny that, but I like what's here. Like, I'm trying to accept Eternal Take for what it is, not for what it could have been. You know, could there have been more singing? Of course, but. There's there's great moments on here like front to back and I've I've listened to this project for the last like three or four days and, and I'm, gonna, I'm sorry not I'm gonna, that long I'm gonna compare the it. last two days however long it's been out I'm gonna compare it to another album and people may like overreact when they first hear it but hear me out it's kind of like Astro World a little bit with Uzi's music and Travis's music there's a lot of textures there's a lot of like layers that you have to get through when Astro World dropped no Astro. when Astro World dropped I didn't like Astro World at first okay. But it was like the, the first week, here's and now thing. it's a here's classic. A, here's the difference. Oh, if there's a huge like, difference. Here's a, let me tell you, if you don't like a if you don't like Astro World the first time you listen to it, you're just wrong. <laughs> if you don't like Eternal Take the first time you listen to it, I'm sure you have legit points because let's be honest, Astro World's flawless album. But <laughs> I wouldn't say it's flawless. <laughs> it's, it's not flawless. Good. But there are it's already has proven hits. Right. Other, other than other than Futsal Shuffle. And that way, which that way, I'm lukewarm on. Um, you don't like it I at like all. I like it a lot. Oh, you do. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm just lukewarm on it. Again, it uses a sample that's already worked before, which he's done that twice on the same album. It feels a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But. Um, and I like that those were put at the end. P two really is the outro track, and on 
on the credits, it's credited as shout Daniel out Trek. to Sid the Kid though. Yeah, guys. that's a insane. great look for her. Urgency is a beautiful track. It's one of it's it's it, they have a lot of chemistry on there together. It's this I can't say enough good things about this project. Um, so, uh, Homecoming was another track that I really liked. I'm trying to pull that one up. Let's see if I made any notes about that one. No, I liked that one. Um, that's the one where he's talking about having the like the local girl mm-hmm. that always kind of brings him home. But yep. it, it, he never really references that, but it kind of brings you completely full circle to the to- title, Homecoming. It's it's great. And also the Anthony Davis line. Yeah, not messing with the, with the Pelicans. Yeah. He he's he's like Wayne where I did find myself laughing at a lot of his punchlines throughout the project as well. Um I, and at one point he references Silence of the Lambs like he's right. incredibly smart. I think he's well versed on a lot of things. He's good at like he's good at that sort of it's 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 a lot like Travis where it's very disjointed in the way they rap. You have where, to put it together. Yeah, yeah, they just kind of rap loosely like they're just kind of talking. Yeah. Very, it's it's very about what's. It's it's not so much about the lyrics always. Mm-hmm. It's always about the texture. Like they can do songs with lyrics, the vibe. like Coffee Bean. We already talked about that today on the episode. Yeah. You can, Travis can get lyrical, and he kind of drops away. Like the, that's a very acoustic track for Travis. Not a mm-hmm. lot of effects. Not a lot going on. It's all him and you listening to him. Right. And there was a track on here that I even mentioned that about Uzi, where he kind of gets a little more introspective. Which is kind of a palate cleanser because usually it's just foreign cars. Right. And, and tight, fucking your bitch. Yeah. Oop. And oh, a Honda Accord. Yeah. <laughs> I love that That's line. so he crazy. He said, having fucked so long, probably do it in a Honda Accord. Which no, nobody should ever do that. Oh. Mm. Wow, have you done it in a Honda Accord? No, not me. Fuck no. Oh, I know. I think I know. <laughs> um. I think he listens. <laughs> okay, yeah, shout I know. out. I think we talked <laughs> you <know>. today. Actually, <laughs> that's so great. Um, let's go through and name some of your favorite tracks. Oh man, Baby Pluto, Low Main, Silly Watch, You Better Move, Homecoming, okay. I'm Sorry, Bigger Than Life, Chrome Heart Tags, Bust Me, Prices, Urgency, and like, Pete. Stop, stop, pause. Please oh. don't ever say bust me. Bust me, and no not pause. Pr- yeah, always no pause. pause. No, no pause. Okay. Bust me, no pause. <laughs> P2, Futsal Shuffle, and I like that way. Okay, so this is pretty much kind of like the Revenge of the Dreamers album, I think, really for both of us. Well, not you. I liked almost everything yeah. on that. That uh, was a three. No, I gave everything, so Baby Pluto, I would would go back to a Silly Watch, You Better Move, Homecoming, I'm Sorry, Um Bigger than life? No, not bigger than life. Sorry, bust prices me. is very good. Bust dude. me, pause. Did you like? Did you like prices? Tell me what yeah. you gave prices. I did. I just thought that's different. That's the one where he references Silence of the Lambs. So good. Um, I'd go back to prices, urgency, Venetia. Oh, some of these made my twenty twenty list already. Secure the bag, P two. So really, almost all about the same. Yeah, it's. So like I said, I'm gonna keep listening to it and and see how it grows on me for the year. That list for me is not that long, so I'll probably add the whole album and just take the songs out that I know, like like pop, mm-hmm. and just keep eliminating until I have like a good core. Because I'll be honest, it was a, like last year for an example. I I had a lot of so much fun, mm-hmm. Young Thug's album on mine, and it got kind of weeded down to about four tracks. Same and, thing with Revenge of the Dreamers, but I think it was like five or six tracks. 
I think this one is a bit more cohesive than a album like So Much Fun, too. I will say that. I think Uzi did a good job for 18 tracks for me. I think it does come together textually yeah, and it's not, as a whole It's not project. terribly long. No. I had Baby Pluto bust me and bust. Prices. <laughs> Baby Pluto bust me and Prices on my 2020 list. Okay. Yep. Yep. Oh, and that way, technically. Put the single in there. What the fuck? I'm a hypocrite. I just said I didn't really like that way that much. Well, Never mind. It goes. It kind of goes. He just, like, we, already, we talked about it on a previous episode. He just leans into the... Yeah. Lean into the shtick a little bit. Uzi and BTS are going to do a whole project together, and I can't wait for that to happen. I'm not... No, I won't be... I'll listen that. to it, and I'll review it. For that. We need to find a song off the Gucci and Uzi. Can you pull that up, dude? Can you pull up the Gucci and Uzi mixtape? That's real? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's it's not a iTunes thing, well, but we just need something to ride out to. I figured it wouldn't be. I'll look that up while you while you find yeah. our writing prompt um, for the week. Has, has there been anything you've been been listening to? Oh man, this week it's been a lot of throwbacks, um, a lot of Tyler the Creator, and um, this little fun project that everybody may or may not have heard of. Oh yeah, Denzel Curry and Beats Unlocked. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, all heard about that. A couple of other things going on here. Um, oh, uh, Janae Aiko. Yeah, I saw Chalumbo. that drop. I haven't I've been to listening it yet. to that one a little bit. I I've haven't heard the track. Very with, far. I've heard the track with Big Sean. None of your concern. It's very, very pretty. Um, and the Impossible Kid guys by ASAP Rock. I don't, I think I said that the last um, podcast, but this this project is definitely. It's gonna be in my top in my twenty twenty list, even though it came out in twenty sixteen. You know what I mean? It's one okay. of those projects. Okay. Oh. Um. So I've been listen, also been listening to the project that you may or may not have heard about. Uh, believe it or not, a G Easy track. I played it to you today. You don't have to rip it. For, I mean, you can rip it if you want. I just like the Gunna verse. He says Gunna didn't show up. I think Gunna showed I, up. Just play it it's, and just that sample, that tingy ass sample. It's called I Want to Rock. It sound cheap. It's I think it came out earlier this year. It came out last year. But I've been listening to Astro World. Um, one track I'm gonna play. Uh, it's a sample from Astro World that I didn't pick up on. Um, Jada Kiss dropped an album called Ignatius. Haven't finished it yet, but what I've listened to so far has been good. Um, still been listening to Pop Smoke. RP Pretty Pop. heavy. Not all heroes wear capes. I really, I'm upset that I missed. We we whiffed on that one. Rem- Sorry, no, you remember when I said it last year? Yeah, I mean, what, I said, that was I said after, the end of after last year. After the hire, we were like, damn, we missed it. But we really didn't because this album, I mean, it kind of went, but it wasn't like really talked about. It's it was talked about the week it came out and then it, but Space Cadet, Space I want to listen to Space Overdue Cadet every day crazy. for the rest of my life, bro. Speaking of Space Cadet and Overdue, little Travis Scott, I'm going to play you this right here. Tell me if you've ever heard this actual song. That's the Travis sample. Oh, okay. Who's there creeping through yeah. my wind? So that's, that's a Goody that? Mob song. Oh, yay. Called Cell Therapy. But you know what? We should have known that because that was one of the ones that was talked about. Yeah. I, I don't it know how like I missed it. was a big deal that because it was sampled. I have heard this song before. I fucked up. I should have known that. I never put the connection together. There was an online uh, There was an online magazine. It was complex, but it was one of their like subsidiaries. Um, they, were, they were like on the street asking people Travis Scott questions, yeah. and that was one of them. There and they a, mentioned that sample. There was a guy that I, I used to follow, that. and I wish he still had Apple Music, because I tried to find him the other day. I would plug him. 
Um, he does these sample playlists. He did one for Life of Pablo, and it was awesome. He got like all the full song samples from Life of That's Pablo amazing. and made a playlist so you could go through and listen to like all the gospel. Like the Father Stretch My Hands is a real like gospel hymn mm-hmm. um, that Kanye sampled. And you can go and listen to all that, and it's awesome because as you're hearing, you're like, damn. Yeah. Like that's this. It's it, great. Yeah. Well, it's also like since you make music, you definitely appreciate yeah. that more. Too. I don't know where he went. He probably got a fucking Android. <laughs> trigger, <laughs> trigger alert. Yeah. <laughs> you got like so salty. Uh, well, all the people, fucking all the Android. people that know me, yeah, no, actually know those, me. Listen when, to this. When no. you see the listen, if you see how many Apple products we're surrounded by right There's now, a lot. you would be disgusted. It's a lot. And then you see one Windows computer that looks honestly that's slowing everything it, it looks like a mac in disguise doesn't it like it looks like it looks like a the keys trying are to be a mac the keys are dangerously close yeah and they're like wait you're not one of us and he's like run run yeah. bill they found us except and, you do have one feature in that computer that i wish this yeah, one had was a touch screen flip it over and it turns into a damn oh tablet. i don't want the tablet i just want to oh, be able to touch and, the screen and i'm just tapping the mic again because i'm an asshole so that's really all i've <laughs> been listening you, to Oh, and that shimmy, however you say his name, will you say it for me? Which one? No, what's his name? M&A. Okay, that guy. Yeah. His song, Shimmy, uh, I think you had it on your uh, Snapchat. Phenomenal single. The music video is very, very interesting as well. So that's what I got to plug. Do you have a writing prompt for us this week? Oh, yeah. What uh, What are three foods that taste better, spicy, and why? Mm. I went nice Gordon Ramsay for us. Okay. Um, fried chicken. Okay, like I like that Cajun, like that hot, hot. Not Popeyes. Don't no, like real, like yeah, fried Cajun. chicken. Like right. I like the Cajun seasoning. So that fried chicken. Shout out Lorenda's. You're yeah. talking about that kind of fried chicken. Ramen. Like yeah, if I eat regular uh, fried chicken, I put like Texas Pete or sriracha or some sort of hot sauce with yeah. it. Um, this is the Fat Boy Podcast. Yeah. Um. Damn, I want to plug a hot sauce and I can't remember what it's called. It's the Cajun the hot Louisiana sauce. Louisiana one? Yeah, it's blue. has a green lid. Yeah, I know which one you're talking um, about. People know it. It's very Crystal. Very crystal meth. <laughs> Shout out crystal meth, guys. All right. Just kidding. Don't no, do No, so drugs. fried chicken. Um, ramen. That's the meth heating up. Yeah. Sorry. What ramen. <laughs> ramen. Uh, dude, ramen with, with hot sauce? Absolutely. I'm not good. talking about cup of noodles. No, because I'm not the one you put in the, in the pot. Yeah, I'm going to drop a little hint for you. With This podcast has been a little short. Crush it so up dry and eat it. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I crush it up real fine on my coffee table and give her the old bumperoo. Snort, snort the... <laughs> snort the salt. Yeah. Now I lick the inside of the pan. It'll kill you quicker. That's no, the let point. me give you the, the quick, real quick ramen recipe. Okay. I boil my noodles in the water. Okay. Strain all the water out. Get like a little bit of olive oil, pour it in there with the seasoning, pour the seasoning in there, mix it up, and what? eat the noodles raw. It's way, not raw, but without, without water. Se- without water. Awesome. Way better. Okay. And the olive You're oil is. You're going for just, more of a lo mein. Yeah. Got it's, a sweet yeah, Asian it's chick. Like, she goes lo mein. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like it's like broke broke people lo mein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you can't for people afford- that don't know how to cook lo mein noodles, <laughs> just fry up some ramen. Um, no, so I've got fried chicken, ramen, and eggs. Eggs with hot sauce. I'm with you. Whew. One so million eggs percent. Eggs with sriracha. One million percent. Yes, sir. I, I, I know I kind of cheated because I just like said food I like to put hot sauce on, which I guess is no, that's, spicy. No, that's pretty much the same thing. Pretty much anything. I think the things that, that taste to me better spicy, hot Cheetos for sure. 
you I mean, if you eat regular Cheetos over hot Cheetos, I just don't trust you as a person. Um, I don't trust your palate, and we can't go out to dinner together. Can I like poke a hole in your stomach? Yeah, go I'm ahead. Do you ever heard the <laughs> argument that like the flaming hot don't worry, is not double really a flavor? It. Oh, really? Like, Cheetos created that. Like, what does it really taste like? Oh, let me tell you, my esophagus has almost closed, and I've almost died twice from. Well, Lil Zan did hot overdose Cheetos. from flaming hot Cheetos. By the way, Lil Zan, you're not a pussy, dude. I ate a family sized bag <laughs> no, of. Please flaming... stop. Hang you on. are most definitely. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Lil Zan, uh, let me jump to your defense real quick. Because when I heard that, people have had this happen to them. But when I was a kid, I was dumb as shit. And I ate a family-sized bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos. Because I'm a fat ass. And I hate myself. So, anyways, I go to sleep. And then in the middle of the night, I go... And I'm like... It's just like... Basically, the the pits of hell are in my throat. And I'm like, I'm gonna die. And then my dad, in the middle of the night, just like stuck his fingers down my throat. And made me throw up. Because he knew that's what I needed to do, I guess. That sounds horrible. I know. It was terrifying. Anyways, the next day, I bought a smaller bag of Hot Cheetos, and I learned my lesson. Mm. Don't you, you definitely can OD on some Flamin' Hot Cheetos, but they taste better than regular Cheetos. Yeah, but they made that flavor. Like, that's just right. like grape. Like, you get a grape soda. It oh, doesn't taste like sodas. actual grapes. No, grape is a fla- Like, it's a flavor. Who knows, dude? Who knows? Yeah, okay. So, you've got... I, I, I like Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I like spicy chicken biscuit. I mean, if you, yeah. you if in the morning a nice spicy chicken biscuit with a coffee, your day's starting. I know, I know fry, you don't baby. really mess with Chick Fil A. I don't at all. But, well, their stock went down for me when they stopped the spicy chicken biscuit. You exactly know they still do the spicy chicken sandwich, which right. is still still flames. Right. Um, yeah, but bring the biscuit back. Go to Zachary's. Anyways, nah, I don't <laughs> mess with their chicken sandwiches. I get the wings and things there, and that's pretty. Only much local it. listeners get the Zaxby's. There's some, they're, they're Southeast. The Southerners, yeah. yeah, Southeast listeners. Yeah. Um, and then what else? Oh, I would say like uh, fried fish. Fried yeah. fish with hot sauce and lemon juice mm-hmm. is, is just your golden. It's, it's the thing about, the thing about being around a lot of white people is this. They don't like spicy food. But my mom, when we were growing up, it was a lot of hot curries it was a lot of well, exotic meats. Well, sir, was you eating are, goat. Let's be fair. You are you, you do come from a more, little more cultured Middle family. Middle Eastern as fuck, baby. Yalla, arriba. As soon and I switched to Mexican because that's terrible, <laughs> and I'm an idiot, and I am socially awkward. Oh, um, I don't go outside, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I didn't really get the stereotype of like white people not seasoning stuff. Yeah, like. When I started reading that, people season their yeah, food. down here, like southern yeah. Pe- here's the thing: southern white people are not northern white people. Northern white people eat clam chowder and warm whoa, sandwiches. Whoa. I've had some pretty bomb ass clam chowder. No, no, no. I'm not saying we don't eat it down here, but they they're up by the docks and the bays. They eat clam chowder and and lukewarm soups. <laughs> it's a lot of lukewarm soup and 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 subs with white bread. Maybe that's why I didn't understand it. Exactly. Yeah, the South. They just they, we in the South them. though. These white people do season their food. But I do know, like, then when I started thinking about it, like, there are some white people that I know, like, some of my friends growing up that, like, when they would be like, hey, my mom's cooking tonight. <laughs> You're like, or, I'm like, good. If I would be like, hey, I'm headed over, and they would be like, my mom's got food. I'm like, I already ate, and, like, low-key, I would stop and eat in the car. Dude, there was one time I spent the night at this kid's house, and he was like, uh, you know, obviously you have dinner with the family. You know, this is, like, high school. And... I'm I'm having dinner with this family and I bite into this meatloaf and it's just matter. And I was like, this is just brown matter. And they're eating it and they're praying. And also, again, 
I'm not from a traditionally Christian household. They started praying over the food, and I started eating my mashed potatoes. Which, Did they pray it got better? Um, did I, it? It didn't. It didn't. But I did hear one of my friends go, just put a lot of salt on it. And I was like, what? And he said, just put a lot of salt on it. Mm. <laughs> it was very bad. It was very bad. So I know, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, that's rough. I wish I could have summoned a Big Mac in my mom's shawarma. And I would have felt a lot better. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's God. the worst. Do we have anything else? No. I mean, unless you just want to hear about more spicy foods that are better spicy, which is all of them. Do you have any other ones that stick out? Because the problem no, is five... Hispanic candies. Have you ever had yeah. fire? Dude, like literally they... fired. Like they will burn your mouth. You probably good, shouldn't though. eat multiple. Yeah. It's not safe for American consumption. Yeah, we don't. We <laughs> we ain't with the shits like they are when it comes to that. People either love Mexican candy or hate it, but it's genuinely They're, some of the best candy. Now I've that had. I'm far enough removed from this job, I'll talk about it. Yeah. Like, in detail, but I went to it. I worked at a, at a Moe's, and there was a, two ladies that worked there. There was Myra and Mama Myra. Myra started working there first. She was like 23, 24 at the time, so our age now. But her mom wanted the job, so we all called her Mama Myra. But when they would go back to Mexico for like their family holidays, she would bring back these candies, and mm-hmm. everybody hated like the hot ones. <laughs> and I loved them. So like all year, Did you ever I had get the these, powder, like, like the sugar. It was just like sugar and a little powder. There were some that you'd push up. Bro, that came from Colombia? Listen, I don't know, but I ate it. And, you know, my heart was beating a little fast, but it was good. It was good. Ugh. It was just some spicy sugar. And I was now there was like some you like bite into it. And it was like almost kind of like the like peanut butter candies, but it was spicy. Like oh. she had all sorts of stuff. I, I bought a chocolate with tobacco with, that was flavored with uh, Texas Pete or mm-hmm. not Texas Pete, Tabasco sauce. It's kind of cool. No, pretty much all foods are bitter spicy. Yeah. That's the moral of the story, guys. Yeah. And that's the moral Don't of the Don't listen episode. to Eternal Take. Just go get you a, a hot sauce sampler and go to town. Go to Spinks and get a spicy chicken biscuit at 5 in the morning. Yeah. And that's really what life's about. Okay, yeah, the, that is for the real local listeners. That's real local. If it, Go ahead, go 5 in the morning, wake up, wake up, get in there, get a nice hot coffee, and get three spicy chicken biscuits. And I say three on for a reason. You're going to need one throughout the drive home. Okay. It's a long, you know, just get three, dude. All right. Tell them Keem sent you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> is Lil Uzi Vert, Secure the Bag, featuring Gucci Mane. Thank you, Jake. And guys, we don't know what's coming up, but we'll be sure to keep, keep listening. Diamonds, they be shining, boy, they so precious. I secured a bag, then I go get it. I secured a bag, then I go get it. Diamonds on my choker, diamonds on my necklace. Diamonds, they be shining, boy, they so precious. I secured a bag, then I go get it. I secured a bag, then I go get it. Hey, I'ma go get her. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see ya!